one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'm your GM. Thank you again for joining us. It is continually our wish that you are staying healthy and safe during our current situation. I also hope that by listening to our show, you'll be able to distract yourself for just a bit from everything else that seems to be going on. Thank you so much for listening. In this episode, our adventurers take some much-needed time to rest and assess their situation. Stories are told, healing is given, and friendships are strengthened. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory open up a bit about the imprinted echoes of their pasts. <sighs> At this point, Jory, you look over your shoulder and you see Dio and Adriel running towards you. I will <sighs> unlock my sword from this man mm-hmm. and pull mm-hmm. it back out. <sighs> Jay, did you get that other one? What? What? The other one that ran off. You get him on your way back in? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I exploded him, I think. Oh. Nice. <sighs> Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, ow. Actually, uh, that part where I said yeah, it's actually closer to no. Uh, okay. Not great, but I'll, I'll be. I've, um, I've run out of clay. Help you. <laughs> Small. Yes. I'm guessing that there was going to be no talking to her. Absolutely not. She wouldn't have told us anything. Okay. Good. Oh. I didn't think so. Typically, when people surrender and sigh like they're annoyed, they're already planning on how they're going to stab you in the back so that they can run away. And I, uh, I was good. Good. Good teamwork. Also, let's not forget, there's at least one more of them out there, which means I'd like to do this. And Smallrin leans down, takes the, the, the mirror disc thing off of Sentha's belt and attempts to just step on it and try and break it. It does not break. It is not glass. It is metal. It's metal. I, I look over at Brex. Brex, do you think you could help me with this? With his enormous hammer. He, the color on Brex's visor is slowly fading black, blue, slowly going back to its more neutral purple state. He looks at it and kind of just cocks his head, not quite understanding what you're saying. I'd like you to try and break this with your hammer, if you would. 
I think it would help keep other people like this from reaching the settlement. Before you have him do that, go ahead and roll a like perception or investigation if you're trained in either of those. Espionage. <laughs> cool. What level is this check? What difficulty? Level three. I'm expending a point of effort as well. You're you're just an effort machine. And it, oh, GM intrusion oh, failure. So no. it did Boy. not help. <laughs> oh, okay. actually, I didn't. Hold so. on. I I spent for well. I'll just take away those points then. I accidentally didn't apply the effort, but that's fine because it wouldn't oh, okay. have mattered. You. <laughs> Here, and this is this is going to be interesting. Oh boy. You give Brex the mirror and you set it on the ground and he raises his hammer to smash it and a split second before he hits it, you glance at it and see in there what looks to be the image of something nearby. The hammer impacts and it doesn't shatter it, but it does like bend it. There's a, a spark of some sort and it bends inward, curved inward like a you know, like when you melt a record mm-hmm. over over a bowl in the in the oven. It looks like that, but bent upward around his hammer. And it takes you just a second too long to realize that what you were seeing in the mirror was probably what you could have seen through the paired set of it. And that set is somewhere nearby. Oh, great. Good good job there, Brex, buddy. All right. Hey, Jory? Yeah? You're going to tell me why these folk are trying to kill you, right? Uh, Before that happens, I suggest we get undercover. I'm... I'm... Yes, please, small... There is still someone out there. All right. I'll have everyone roll me a level four intellect. Knowledge-based. Failure. Success. Success with an 18. Mm-hmm, same. Two 18s. Okay. Um, I will give this to the both of you for different reasons. Jory, you are relatively aware of people who have abilities similar to you. Uh, It's definitely something that you looked into when they first started manifesting in you is this phasing ability. Uh, And Smallrin, you have also heard of people who can kind of project themselves. When people do that, the duplicate is often considered to be a separate person. Jory, you kind of know this as a uh, an ability to, if, I, if I'm using the actual terminology, uh, to exist two places at once. Okay. It's possible that the third person Sentha was referring to is the duplicate. Gotcha. Okay. I thought you were saying maybe there was another um, Sentha out there. <laughs> Actually, having that thought, I'd like to search the uh, the guy's body and see if he's got one of these mirrors. Absolutely. He does. Yay. Okay. That makes Smallrin um, feel a little better. <laughs> they are no longer useful. I would, remembering Sentha digging into a non-existent pouch, I want to 
kind of pat her down, see if I can find this pouch that didn't exist? You cannot. Huh. In looking at her, though, I, I will give you guys the list of things that they have on their person since you are both kind of looking through their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Sentha now has a, an empty buzzer magazine as well as the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Her leather armor, an explorer's pack, so a handful of useful tools, a cipher, you're not quite sure what it is, eyeball encased in crystal, <laughs> a thick wristband that was on her left hand, and 11 shins. Well, I'll pocket the shins, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Can I take the eye encased in crystal? That seems important, since we called her the eye. On the other person, you find a dart thrower, his armor and an explorer's pack, a another cipher, and his pack is full to the brim of oddities. Ooh. For no apparent reason. Interesting. He had a collection. Uh-huh. Jory, would you like to look through these? Um, I, I guess so. Give me something to think about, anyway. Jory, you find a container full of plant matter. Uh, is it? <laughs> I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to hope. Goggles that are currently have a orange sheen okay. to them. A whistle. Okay. A tiny metal cylinder topped with a clear nodule. Okay. And two metal balls about the the size, like two inches across each. Is it like the kind that you juggle? Similar, but they're okay. heavy. If you'd like to know anything about these, you can spend a little bit of time with them, and I will tell you I what they do. I will spend time with all of these things. They are my new friends, okay. for I am empty inside. <laughs> well, so here's what I'll do. I'll say you guys, basically, and any of the belongings that are listed, I'll say you can take back with okay. you. Mm. Do you do anything with the bodies? Um... I'm going to, like, are they still running out to us? Yeah. At this point, Dio and Adriel have joined you. Looks like we had a bit of a mess. I'm sorry. Adriel looks around. So it does. Though it's not anything worse than any mess we've had before. I was about to ask, do you have a preferred method of body disposal at the settlement? There's a small graveyard. We have had a couple deaths in the time that we've been here. We can put them there, or we could just bury them here if you'd like. Eventually, something will come and dig them up and eat them. Oh, here might right. be better then, since we don't care about them. Jory, what do you think? Uh, I guess so. If you think it's the right thing to do, Jory, can I... you, out of curiosity, can you just like use that thing where you phase through stuff to just kind of like drop them off in the middle of the earth or something? I don't think it works that way. All right. I figured I'd ask. I don't think it extends to other people. Didn't know if you could, like, touch something and make it phase and then just kind of, like, push it down. Uh, That would be kind of neat, but uh, I don't think so. Alright. Do you want to have a go? Not really. I kind of want a nap. Yeah, I'm with you. And honestly, now that I'm not fighting, everything is hurting a little bit. Uh, yeah. Dio speaks (sighs) up. You, you look like absolute crap, Nehemiah. I, that's weird, because I feel like it. And I'm yeah. sitting at 7 out of 15 might. Mm-hmm. 4 out of 12. And that's with a recovery and mixed in there, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah, I'm 5 out of 10 currently. 
All right. Well, I first of all, I apologize that we didn't realize that something was going on That's out here. That's all right. Thank you okay. for taking care of this situation, though. Well, well, thanks for wanting to back us up. It's very nice. Well, we did get here a bit late, but the least we can do is take care of these people while you rest up and take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to head on back to the first tree. Um, thanks again, Brax, and I'll you know, give them a give them a a hearty jab on the shoulder, <laughs> and then I start walking back. Adriel and Dio start moving. They start with Sentha's body. Uh, as you're uh, turning to leave, Jory, did you have a preference on what we did with these people? Because I'm inclined just to bury them right here. Um. I guess so. Should we mark it in any way, though? We can, if you'd like. Maybe just something small, just in case. Of course. We'll take care of that. Okay. It might be best, maybe, to not put their names in case somebody comes looking for them that might do harm to the the colony. We'll just put a marker here. Okay. Sorry. You don't need to be. Go rest up and we'll take care of this. I'll kind of walk, head back in kind of a bit of a daze. Okay. And Smallrin, are you going back too? Yeah. Uh, and Smallrin actually steps up next to Jory and kind of takes you by the arm. Let's get you something to eat. You look like you need it. Uh huh. Okay. You all head back to the first tree. Mm-hmm. As soon as you all come into view, she runs at Jory and envelops you in a large, like, mom hug. You all right? You're all alive? She pushes you back at arm's length and kind of, like, holds your shoulders, just kind of looking at you, making sure you're okay, at least alive. Seeing that you all look incredibly worse for wear, she beckons you in, sits you down, and starts making food. Oof. I assume you all say yeah. that. Too. Oh, yes. Yep. No, I okay. just slump head down, arms akimbo across the table. <laughs> just. Okay. Um, I would like to make some sort of check to see whether I fall asleep within five minutes of sitting down. Oh my. Because <laughs> Smallrin <laughs> hasn't slept, and that was kind of an intense combat. That is very true. Make me, I will have that be a might check. We'll say, we'll say level four. Okay. You have been trained before. You've done like all night stints before. I've done long hauls, but this was a lot. Right. Success with a 13. Right. So I'm sleepy eyed, not- but right it's not comfortable to be awake right now but you you keep yourself awake i will say that in the time that you are sitting here you guys can make your second recovery roll because the second one takes 10 minutes i will do that so do you want us to go to the the original like you put it into one or are you still are we going to stick with house rules of you can split it as wherever you want oh no you can you can split it okay cool yeah yeah that'll just be that's just constant you can put it wherever you'd like in terms of your, your pools. So what you have, I will say that you took all of the various bits and bobs and belongings with you. 
You also, I don't know if I mentioned that, the man also had 18 shins on him, so I don't know who grabbed those. I'll say I have them. You have a, a smattering of, like, your typical explorer's gear, a weird-looking broadsword, a bunch of oddities, and two ciphers that you are unsure of what they do at the moment. Cool. Um, I look over to... Well, Farhara's making food, but... Do you know where Rufus is this time of day? She kind of yells back from the kitchen. Oh, they, they usually take Bot-Bot on a walk. <laughs> oh, of course they do. Well, yeah, gotta, you know, gotta keep Bot-Bot linger. linger. <laughs> Bot-Bot. All right. Jory? Yeah? What the heck? There's probably gonna be some people looking for me. I look up. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I just. That's what I should have said a while ago, but I was too afraid. So, is what Santa told us accurate? You were enslaved and ran away. I guess that's the long and short of it. Alright. Well, clearly you're not going anywhere. I guess not. I... I'm sorry. I was hoping just... Ah. If nobody knew, nobody should be in any danger. It's all right. I've always found not knowing things is usually the most dangerous. Well, to be completely honest, I suppose I didn't tell you a while back because I really haven't been able to trust anybody for kind of a long time. So it's a bit awkward. I I, I can't really just, just tell people that sort of thing because it, it can come back to bite you so quickly. Hmm. Any, um... You expecting anybody else? I have no idea. Yes, I guess yes. They didn't seem to want to let me go. Is it just because you can, like, do that whole wall thing? I can't say. Or... I I don't know. They had some kind of vested interest in me. Look, I've been a slave for kind of a long time. I'm sort of used to it, so this is all new territory for me. All right. It might help to know exactly who it was that enslaved you. Um, I don't know. Anything you do know about them? Were they some sort of merchant? Were they a warlord? It's been a couple different people. The latest was a bigger group. I don't know much past that, but I I don't know. They always think it's interesting to poke at me and things I I seem to be treated better than some of the rest but I'm still a slave I just I don't know why they want me so badly and this larger group this was the one that you escaped from yes how far have you come I was running for quite a long time before I got here there's not really a lot around I've just kind of been wandering aimlessly if I can travel in a quiet way hitch a a ride with somebody's I don't know 
pack of people, caravans. I just, I've snuck along for, I don't know, a good month. Then I, um, I thought I'd been spotted a few miles from here, so I ran. That's when I happened upon this place. I might have been wrong. Might have just been seeing things, but... I imagine you were right. That's probably where Sentha picked up your trail. That's unfortunate. You seem to know that person, too. Why do you know that person? I... Oh, now who's keeping their mouths shut? Have... I have a bit of a past. No. (laughs) Uh, Nehemiah picks his head up. (laughs) (laughs) You can laugh all you want. It's going to be your turn next. (laughs) I... I also have a past. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's like it's like people and don't wander through the desert just on a fun whim. It's not like he drops his voice. It's not like people end up this far out in the middle of nowhere if you're not running away from something. We didn't get brought out here on the promise of shins or ciphers or even food. We came this way because we were all running from something. This is a ding-dang good place to hide if I It's a what now? <laughs> ding-dang good place to hide? He's definitely Sorry. used that word before. Uh, oh. I knew Sentha as part of a large organization involved in multiple questionably legal activities questionably moral activities. And at one point, we were working for the same people. So you could just as easily be hunting me. I mean, not now, but you could have been. Oh, I broke from them a while back. As I told Sentha when she tried to get me to join her in her pursuit of you... I'm in the middle of a personal project. I'm not currently taking any jobs. A personal project? Nothing to currently worry about. If it develops further, then I will fill you in. Fair enough. Alright, keep your secrets. (laughs) You're allowed. Alright, Frodo. (laughs) (laughs) no i just i love the small random more information is better jory tell us about your past rowan no it'll come up if you need to know i don't like it i didn't say i was going to keep it a secret forever i mean let's just say i feel like you're already freaked out enough that i killed someone in front of you again again didn't we already kill somebody I thought we already killed people. Probably. <sighs> I've also, no, I've also, I, sp- we... I also spent the entirety of our very first like mission together suggesting murder. So it's true. <laughs> it's true. I just don't want to overload anyone who's already tired and stressed and probably should be seeing a medical professional. Looking pointedly at Nehemiah. Look, I am. I'm fine. I need a night's sleep. Jory, yeah. though, 
you look like your eye is swelling up. That's not a thing that should be swelling. So we should definitely be getting you to somebody. Wait, that reminds me of something. I would like to look at my arm where it pinched. Oh, absolutely. You see nothing. There was something that man before, um, before, you know, he died, he did something. I don't know if it was a cipher or what, but if anyone would like to try and figure out what it is, you can roll a Numenera knowledge, so intellect-based Numenera knowledge of two. Success with a ten. I whip out my mentor's notes and riffle through them. Success with a nineteen. Nice. Smallrin, you are pouring through your notes, but before you're able to kind of connect the dots, Nehemiah actually thinks about it for a second. Nehemiah, you, you think you remember something like that small disc that the man had back when you used to work in the Numenera trade, if you mm. will, the not-so-legal <laughs> Numenera <laughs> trade. You oftentimes on very important shipments would put tracers on them. Microscopic, near invisible nanobots that would allow you to track the location of whatever the nanobot was traced to via that small disk. Mm. Oh. Oh, he tagged you. What? Oh, <laughs> You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Ah, but I uh, don't don't worry. Do I have the disc? Yeah, like because we looted. Okay, anybody who's got this, and I hold it up, knows where you are. I'm gonna crush it. Yep. Do other you people? Do. What if other people have one? Could they still track me? If it's you gotta have it matched. It's gotta be a match. True. Set. You gotta have the disc. Yeah. No. This is. This is part of our my, part of my backstory that we're not going to be talking hey. about right now because that's going to be overloaded. No, why is it me only? What did I do? Because this is the end of this arc, which is about you. Uh. Fine. Okay. No, I'll t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You 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 were honest. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. I was a part of a less than reputable group of individuals that uh, went and dug up stuff like this and i will point to the to to the now destroyed tracker and to the uh to the blinker on my leg we got it where we could and sold it where we wanted to and uh weren't too nice about taking it a whole lot of the times uh my job was to sit and babysit those who were uh, too important to get their hands dirty and uh you know put on a good show all the while wow and I decided I didn't want to do that anymore, so I left. Well, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> Less specific than it could be, but more specific than me. Nice job. Learn something new every day. We both like to find shiny things, so. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that's the long and short of it. Um, yeah, well, that's the short of it. The long of it would take a lot longer and is way more depressing, perfectly honest. Um. But I am too beat up to be really worrying about that right now. That is for sure. <sighs> right. Okay. Should I um? Should I look to get this out of my skin? Is there anything I can do? No. 
you're fine. You're oh, fine. Nehemiah, if, you also know that it kind of just dissipates after 28 hours after yeah. a day. It'll, by this time tomorrow, it'll be gone. Your your system will take care of it your, itself. I see. Okay. Well, it seems Farhara is about done with our food. I say we eat. You, a jury, should find Rufus. And then I intend to sleep for at least a day. That sounds good. If I can manage to sleep. I don't... I, I exploded a person today. Yeah, he did. I mean, to be fair, that person was trying to return you to a slaver. I know, but it's still weird. And we we all did our share of killing today. Seriously, we each got one. We did. Kudos for balance, I guess. <laughs> mm. uh, that, that the first one you ever uh, took out me? there, Jory? Yeah. I have a distinct feeling that Small Wren has taken a life before now. <laughs> Weirdly, no. Me? That's when Small Wren says no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing um, it back. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if I have before. I know that sounds like a very odd thing to say, but sometimes you have to scramble and in the wake of things, you don't know what you've left behind. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and find someone to take a look at us, make sure we're not gonna die in our sleep or something. I'll be back in a bit. And I will leave uh the first tree and find whatever we have, doctor medical professional sawbones rufus. <laughs> rufus. rufus is probably the closest to that, rufus, that you have. Yeah. i like that rufus Ruf- is basically like the the dentist blacksmith veterinarian who just like you go yeah. you go to rufus for repairs no matter what needs to be repaired yes. <laughs> yourself a, a, a piece of numenera your emotions yeah. rufus has developed a roaring therapist's practice <laughs> <laughs> let's be real it's just bot it's literally just bot 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 a very good so listener. good um nehemiah you go to find rufus and you find them just as for her said taking bot bot for a walk they actually have bot bot on a little leash bot bot doesn't need a leash but they have bot bot on a leash constitutional yeah and run into them uh, yep oh um uh hello nehemiah hey you do not look good yeah and i honestly i'm looking better than we had a, a bit of a scrap out yonder can you come on back we need some yes yes just some yeah bandage yeah, of, of course <laughs> bandages of course. bandages well, let me let me get some supplies um you're at the you're at the first tree i'll be yeah. i'll be right there give me give me a moment come on bot bot let's go come on <laughs> Uh, it takes it takes a little um, while, but eventually Rufus will meet you there. Is there anything you mm-hmm. want to do? Uh, I'm I am actually trained in healing. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, so I okay. will assist in that endeavor. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Rufus comes back and has a 
like a little doctor's bag that is uh, that Bot Bot is kind of carrying mm. in their arm, and Rufus uh, sets down a handful of other little pieces of equipment, little scanners, and what looks to be maybe a, a little set of vials for maybe drawing blood or something like that, and starts examining each of you, looking you up and down, scanning you with this little device, and Bot Bot just kind of standing vigilantly beside. After looking each one of you over, each of you placing a hand on either side of your face, not quite touching you, leaving an inch of space in between their hands and your face, and their hands glow a warm, calming and welcoming orange. I'm going to have first each of you roll me a d6. One. Six. For me. Also one. Okay. So each of you heal that many points to one stat pool. Choose one stat pool and those points can go into that. It's not very much for some Okay. Rufus sits back for a second. That tends to take a lot out of me, but I'm going to try to do it again for each of you. I think I'm going to need a little help. Nehemiah, you said you might be able to give me a hand with this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you um, help, like, help, uh, just make sure I, I'm, I'm getting the right spots, I guess, or, or, mm-hmm. or maybe help help focus my, my mental power a little bit, uh, keep, me, keep me in the moment. Okay. What I'm going to have you do is roll for each person, including yourself, Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you roll me a level two intellect test, but I'm going to tell to have you be trained in it, essentially. So it's a level Excellent. one. Excellent. All right. So we'll and... start with Jory, okay. we'll say. Okay. okay. Success with a 12. You are able to help steady Rufus's hands around Jory's head. <sighs> Jory, roll me another d6. <sighs> Boy. Five. You can heal five to one pool. You cannot split okay. these ones up. Mm-hmm. Smallrin, same thing. Roll that level one at this point. Success 14. A D6 for Smallrin. Six. Six. Six more points to one specific pool. And then for you, Nehemiah, you hold your hands on top of Rufus's as they put it around your head and just kind of like almost try to like mind meld mm-hmm. with them. I have rolled a five, which is a success with the level one. It is, it is. Go ahead and roll a d6. Six. You guys all rolled sixes on that, didn't you? Uh, No, Ring got got a a five five on that one. Okay, close. Breaking our streak. Way to go. That maxes me back out. And Rufus, at this point, collapses down into a chair utterly spent. I I just silently slide over the remains of my food. There's about half mm-hmm. of the plate left. I've just been picking right. up my stuff. I'm a bit scared still. I'm just shaking, so I get something, but... Rufus also kind of, like, picks at the tubers, like the potato-like starch kind of food that's on the plate a little bit. Rufus is just quiet for a while, kind of picking at their food. Is there anything else I can help you with? I think it wouldn't be a bad idea for yeah. Jory to have a session with Botbot sometime soon, but not necessarily <laughs> now. A session with Botbot. <laughs> Botbot is an incredible listener. <laughs> I believe you. He's got a little couch and everything. Oh boy. 
Well, I have to now. I'd feel bad. I feel like I'd be sad if I didn't. Okay. At some point. Yeah. I think you all should rest now, okay. though. I have a feeling you're going to need a little time to recover. <sighs> Are you sure there's nothing else I can do for you? Nah, I think... Go, go. go. You've done more than enough, Rue. Thank you. Thanks. Um... Do you want me to leave Bot-Bot? That <laughs> might be nice. Okay, Bot-Bot, you, you stay here. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go back home for now. But you, you stay here, buddy. Okay. Thank you, Rufus. Bot-Bot waves and then rolls up, little treads kind of squeaking and whirring. It goes up and just kind of the hand clamps around Joyce's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just sits there. Smallren's just going to reach down and just kind of gently stroke him. <laughs> like a dog. I have no choice. I simply have to smile a little bit. Anything anyone wants to do before essentially bunking down, even though it is at this point midday. Like, mm-hmm. n- I mean, not even midday. It is barely afternoon. Like, you woke up not that long ago, but you are all spent. And I assume you are probably going to want to rest for the... It is pass out time. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah will walk Jory back to there, where, where wherever they're bunking down, just to make sure, because clearly she is not in her right state. Yeah. So make sure she gets them all right. You walk Jory back to the kind of hunter's lodging area. Dio is actually her roommate. <laughs> yeah. Right. <sighs> Thanks for taking me back. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry about all this. I feel so terrible. Look, it... way it seems one of our pasts, we're going to catch up with us sooner or later, and I imagine mine's probably not far behind yours. <laughs> you think so? We'll deal. Well, yeah. rest assured, I'll be there to help, just like you were for me. Appreciate that. Look, get get some sleep. If you need anything, let me know. You too. Drop Jory off. The Amai has been sleeping at the first tree, so you head back there to your hammock. Smallren, do you go to one of your blinds for the night, or do you actually sleep inside a building? I take a little time just sitting there, kind of petting Bot-Bot and taking my own decompression time. Um, But then I do head back to, possibly for the first time in a week or so, I head back to my actual given room. Uh, and sleep okay. inside. You'll find your beds, and it is not long before the exhaustion, both physically and mentally, of the day takes you, and you all drift off to a much-needed sleep. Thank you so much for listening to episode 17 of Imprinted Echoes. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website at imprintedechoes.com. On our website, you can find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store as well as our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And I would like to thank Kim, Nate, and Connor for their support. If you'd like to support us in other ways, please consider telling a friend about our show, or even better, leave us a good rating and review on any podcatcher that will let you. It actually goes a long way in helping us out. As always, you can find the hosts on Twitter as well, myself at Covered and Sawdust, 
Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And of course, be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music by Justin Longacre. This is a Ghostlight Media production.